Today on Karina and Kirsten Get to Work, we're talking about intention on episode number 50 in the new year. Woo-hoo! Happy new year. Happy new year. Karina and Kirsten get to work. Happy New Year, folks. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. We are so glad that you are here today on this brand new 2021. Bring it Woo! on. 2020 in the rearview mirror. Uh, Hindsight 2020. Couldn't have come soon enough. So Kirsten and I are here because we love talking about women and work. As y'all know, we want women to have ease, meaning, and joy wherever they go. Particularly in the workplace. Exactly. And holy crap. Toledo. Holy moly. Wow. It's episode 50. What the fork? As Kristen (laughs) Bell says on That Good Place. I love that. What the fork? Episode 50? That was so crazy when when we were, you know, busting out the planning for this. I was like, wait. 50. I had to go look on Apple Podcasts to see, like, when did we release the first one? And it was midway through 2019. Wasn't it 18? Uh, we started recording in, in, in late 2018. Okay. So two years ago, you and I sat face-to-face behind a microphone for the first time and got to know each other on the air. I know. At KMRE. At KMRE. And Thanks to Kevin Lasia. Yeah. For that you, sweet liftoff. And here we, and now, and, and it's, I cannot believe it's been 50 episodes. Seems like yesterday. I did go back and listen to some of our earlier shows. And I have to say, I think we've gotten better with age. Oh, for sure. Yeah. That's with everything. Yeah. Right. We've done, I figured out, it's got to be like close to 30 hours of talking. And what do they say? <laughs> By the time you hit 10,000 hours, you finally got it right. <laughs> so we got a long way to go, girl. Oh my God. <laughs> Well, so I love being able to acknowledge this t- with you too, because you know, as part of ease, meaning, and joy at work, celebrations and rituals, yeah, play a big part, right? Acknowledging milestones, accomplishments, all those things. So we are walking our talk and talking our talk. Is that what? Is that what? How that goes? We're talk walking our talk. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. We're but- acknowledging. Our 50th episode. Yeah, we are. I wish we had a cocktail. Uh, however, <laughs> it's a little early. Maybe some mimosas. Ooh, Bloody Marys. Oh, yeah, nice. I know. Uh, and it is a little cold out here in the barn. The barn is chilly. On New Year's Day. <laughs> <laughs> one of these days. Although I do love me the barn on some level. One of these days. Oh, I, do I love the barn. And we're going to bust out a ping pong game any second. <laughs> Because we're on the ping pong table at opposite ends. And so someday I'm just going to be like, let's go, Karina. Click, 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 click. Oh, well. Yeah, we're going to record that, too, because I'm going to kick your ass. I am i don't know if you know this, but I'm a stinking good ping pong player. And I mean as stink when I play. Why are we not playing ping pong every day? Before? Let's do it okay, next time. We're going to do it next time. Okay, next time. But today we're talking about intention. And thank you for letting me record this show. I know it was, a, um, I had to talk you into yeah, it. She did. She had to talk me into intention. But the last episode, you, in the last two episodes, you I got know, to, I told you, I totally hogged them. You hogged them. <laughs> That's <why it's> <laughs> mine. Because it's the new year. And I think it's really interesting to think about how we as humans sort of can be intentional about our lives, about our experiences, about the way that we operate in the world and the things that we achieve. And Mm -hmm. I'm just such a firm believer in the sort of control that we all have over our lives to some degree. Yeah. 
I mean, I I do love all the New Year stuff. I mean, I am one of those people that loves setting goals. I love vision boards. I love the word of the year. I mean, I do all of that stuff. I've been to workshops before that are just about this for the new year. And I did it for, for many years. So I love all this stuff. Not everybody loves it, which I totally get. Like some people think resolutions are BS, and that's totally fine too. But wherever you fall on that, that doesn't mean that intention is still not, you know, something to be thinking about. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, resolutions are interesting to me because I feel like they're usually couched in like imp- improving something, mm-hmm. like something is wrong with you and th- that you need to fix. And well, I do believe we're all on a journey of self-improvement or we're on a ch- journey of change, whether you know it or not, yes. you do change. And so in some ways, resolutions are good because they have you take a look at what you want to do differently in the next year. But intention isn't necessarily about righting wrongs or correcting things that are bad or off. It's really more, in my opinion, sort of about how you want to be. It's just bigger. It's just everything you do, how it is you feel in the morning, what it is you decide you're going to have for breakfast, how you treat your coworkers. And it could be really big things like I'm going to get my MBA, Right. And Mm -hmm. you could apply intention to bigger things like that. So I think you can just apply intention to everything. Yeah. Okay. So, but before we dig into that, I do have something I want to ask you about because you've been wanting to talk about this for a while. I think it fits really right in. It does fit really right in. And this is like sort of your weekly or every couple, I don't even know how often it happens. Yeah. My floating. Yes. Your intentional time with your brain. Okay. I've got to tell people how this started because I read a Tim Ferriss book. This is Tim Ferriss, F E R R I S. And he's a really wonderful thinker. And I heard a friend of mine once call him a life hack. He just kind of hacks into things to see what works. He's a really interesting guy. And I was reading this book of his called Tools of Titans, where he goes through all of his 200 podcasts with very interesting people and kind of calls out what he sees as the best things that they do. I think I've talked about this book before. But one of the things that he says, he talks a lot, there's a chapter about psychedelics, acid, mushrooms, changing your way of being, looking at your ego. And the very end of the chapter says, and if anybody's afraid of doing drugs, you should go float. Yeah, sensory deprivation tank. And I was like, that's me. I'm afraid of drugs. I'm going to go float. So he says float three times. And so I went three times. And I can feel my ego changing. So describe what you mean by float. Okay. You go into this white pod. You pull the top down so you are inside a capsule. And you are floating so high in the water like you're in the Dead Sea. Like you can put your arms behind your head. You can cross your legs. I mean, it's crazy how high you float. And even talking about it now, I just can't wait to go back. It's the most kind of delicious, soothing, spiritual, really, experience in my life. What? No, it's crazy. And then I and then I notice now when I'm there's certain things that my thinking is different. There's things that I think that about what I like or what I want or what I care about or who and I'm I end up after about three minutes saying, WTF, what do I care? Interesting. No, it's fascinating. And if when I come out, I just have this amazing, warm, soft, squishy heart, belly. It just feels so 
fabulous. I'm so glad you did that. I can't wait to give it a try myself. And frankly, it's a great segue into this notion of Of intention intention Mm -hmm. for the day because Mm -hmm. I feel like one of the things you're doing is trying to be very intentional about how you spend your time, how you kind of process your thoughts and give yourself the time to be very reflective, which I think is one of those elements of being intentional, at least in my life. Can we define what we mean by this at this point, though? I feel like... Oh, the thing about intention? Yeah. What we, well, yeah. let's get fancy. Because you know I like to be fancy this way. And let's talk about the Latin word for intention. Okay, let's do it. Let's do it. Don't I love me. that. I will do it. In- <laughs> intentus. <laughs> intentus means... That's where the word intent originates from. And it means extending, attentive to, and strained. Which is interesting. I love it because intention does imply that there is a reach, that there is a straining, a little bit of a striving, not in kind of a gross, painful way, but just in a way that. <laughs> <laughs> What's a gross striving? And you know what? Pain- I just feel like there's all this. You know how I feel about striving, 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 all the striving we have to do. I'm negative on striving usually. Yeah, it is gross. Just to let you know. <laughs> Okay, back to intent. (laughs) Back to intent. Jinx. Okay, resolved, determined to do something, attentively occupied, showing earnest and eager attention, a commitment to something in the future. Okay. Okay. That's what we're talking about today. There we go. That's it. Okay. Game over. (laughs) So great to see you. Thanks for working. No, I'm just joking. It's your aim and your purpose. Mm -hmm. It's really, it's your aim and your purpose. And we sort of said this at the beginning of the show. You're aiming somewhere. You are aiming somewhere. You're going somewhere. (laughs) You are changing. It is happening. Whether you know it or not. So do you want to be in the driver's seat? That's what it's all about. It really is. Right? Like who you're going to be six months from now, a year from now, two years from now, is not the same person you are today. It is just not going to be. It is not. So who... Is in control. And it, frankly, it can be you. I am here to tell you. And your intention plays a huge role in that. And that's truly the crux of this show. So Kirsten, maybe in her float, she's making some uh, decisions. Space, I'm making some space for mindfulness. Yeah. So that I can really be more aware of where I want to put my energy and where I don't. Yeah. Right. I have to say, I when we were doing the research for the show, I saw a quote by Abraham Lincoln mm-hmm. that really resonated with me. And he said, the best way to predict the future is to create it. And in some ways, I think that's, that's what we're that talking so about. The best way to predict the future is to create it. And, and, and in fact, when I read that, I was like, oh, crap, that's right. I believe that. Mm-hmm. I believe that wholeheartedly. Mm-hmm. However... In the last couple of years, the way that I create my future has changed significantly. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. I used to think that I created the future by controlling the external forces around me. And in fact, I think I put a tremendous and an inordinate amount of energy around controlling the external factors, what other people did, what other people said, how we moved these different pieces on the chessboard to get to where we wanted to go. Which is some of the things that an executive has to do. Absolutely. Right. And so I there's th- some of that that's good. Yeah. And I think that that, thank you for that. And I don't want to say that that's all bad, but this whole notion of controlling external forces where I put m- the majority of my energy. Now I realize that the way I control my future, create my future, is by 
controlling the internal mm-hmm. forces mm-hmm. and processes. Mm-hmm. How it's I've, a lot more effective and easier to control. Oh my god, it's not always <laughs> easier to control. How, but it is. Uh, I, yes, yeah, yeah. yes, to a degree. Like, frankly, it is about the only thing. You know, I have to tell you, can. I'm way more cooperative than my husband is with what I want to happen. <laughs> Just to <laughs> what be do you clear, mean by that. Mr. Bryn is difficult. To, he's difficult to control. Yeah, right. And I've kind of given up controlling him, and I just am like, well, I'm just going to control myself because that seems to work well for me. Yeah, that is about the only. So, how you're thinking, how you perceive, mm-hmm. how you're going to behave, how you're going to interpret things, what stories you're going to tell yourself. For me, all of that started with intention. And back to good old honest Abe, that's the way that I feel like I create my. Future. I predict my future by creating mm-hmm. it. And again, sort of the new year, what a better time to do that than to choose how you're going to engage in the world. Can you remember what caused that shift? Or was it just something you realized over time? I'm always interested whether or not the shift is caused by an event or just process. You know, Therapy. What? Oh, nice. It was therapy. I have, I, and I, that too. And that too. Quite and familiar with yeah. that. <laughs> no, and it really was. I had a period of time where I was wrestling with whether or not I was going to leave my job. And I, and I ended up spending the majority of the time, I, I found a therapist and I wanted to talk through this decision because I was wrestling with it. And, and, and the reason I couldn't leave was because I had to finish all of these things. I had to tie it all up. It had to be perfect. The situation had to be blah, 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 blah. And she looked at me one day and said, why don't you just leave? Why is that? Why are you trying to control all of that stuff? Why don't you just do? And it really kind of forced me on a path to think about again, sort of who I was going to be in the world, what I expected, and what my where my responsibility was. She helped me see that my responsibility was truly to myself. And so, how how one sets intention for the year really impacts who you are going to be at mm-hmm. the end of the year, at the end of the month, at the end of the week, and. You know, for me, one of the things I used to do and still do is this word of the year. You do vision boards. I do the whole thing. I mean, I do the vision boards. I do the word of the year. I do all of it. Well, last year, my word or 2020. Yeah, last year was um, adventure. Oh, that's interesting. Oh, hell yeah. That's interesting. You got interesting. yourself a pandemic, I friend. I got some serious adventure. <laughs> yeah, work from home with a 14-year-old trying to do online school during a pandemic. That was not the adventure I had pictured. But it helped me sort of see what was happening around me and to me through that lens. So again, intention. So in that case, my intention was to have adventure uh, during 2020, and I had to see what was happening in the world and around me and frankly to me through that lens. And it helped. It helped. It mm-hmm. helped. Mm-hmm. It really helps, I Which think. is sort of one of the reasons why you want to do this. Clearly, we have obviously stated you also want to set intention because you are going to change. So you might as well get get in the driver's seat of that one. Who do you want to be? What, what? do you want to be experiencing? Yeah, yeah, What's your? what are your thoughts on that? So I really think that I believe that intention is like salt. There's just like hardly anything it's not good for. Oh, I love it. You know what I mean? Like yeah, salt, that's good. Hard, even baking, it's even not a hot sweet sauce. treat. No, no, no. It's salt. Yeah, it's not Mexican food. It's not <laughs> hot sauce. It's salt, and almost everything we make has salt. And I feel like that's what intention is. It's like, do you bring intention to your eating? Do you bring intention to like what you want your career to look like, what you want your workday to look like? All of those different things. And I just think it's like salt. It's like salt. I'm for it. 
I'm all for intention. <laughs> and you float in the salt water. You're always bringing it's it all back. About the salt. It's all about the salt. It's thematic, Karina. It's I a know. thematic episode. I love it. I like how you like to just like have a string that goes through everything. It's the and symbol of this episode. So, if I were a writer, it'd be the symbol of this episode. Are there other reasons why, in your opinion, if people are still not convinced, how do we convince you people to you set know, intention? I did, first of all, I have to tell you, I think when I look at our listeners' comments, when we participate in focus groups with them, I know they get this. They totally get this. But totally I just like it. saying you people. You I just people. like saying you people on the air. The people out there. <laughs> I'm going to say that I found a quote that I loved. I think we've sort of riffed on this for the you know full 20 minutes of the show so far. But this a man from Harvard, Dr. Daniel Gilblert. Giblert. Giblert. <laughs> Giblet. Giblert. I don't know how to say his name. Well, it is Giblert. <laughs> it's Giblert. <laughs> Why don't you take another run at that phrase? He states that human beings are works in progress. Dr. Daniel Giblert of Harvard says, most people assume that who they are right now is who they'll always be. He says, and I quote, human beings are works in progress that mistakenly think they are finished. I love that. Okay, so that's one of the reasons why we want to be intentional. I think the other thing is that, you know, really what you want, what you desire is up to you. It's what you choose. You get in life what you want and you choose what you want. Mm-hmm. So choose what you want and you'll get it. I'm in. That's intention. That's yeah. the whole that's the gosh whole darn thing. So what about work? Intention and work. So I What I think is most interesting about intention and work is that it is delivered to us on a plate. We go to work. We arrive at work. We meet our coworkers, whether it's virtual or online. We have work that we do. There are expectations that people have of us. So it's it's all set up for us to be intentional about what we're doing. I'm going to go into this meeting, and we have a problem to solve, and I'm going to be creative, collaborative, and open. Or I know that we're going to talk about something that might make me feel defensive, and I'm going to really work on not feeling defensive. Mm -hmm. So I do think that work just delivers up to us the great, almost the easiest opportunity in some ways, because it's defined so clearly for us most of the time, Right. hopefully, unless you have one of those terrible bosses. Yeah, episode whatever. What you're supposed to be doing, right? (laughs) Yeah, and so, and and I think that's true. At work, you have opportunities throughout the day, all day long, to set intention in a relatively structured environment. Mm -hmm. You also can set intention, you know, in in how you're going to, what kind of work you want to find. Yeah. You know, I have several clients who I'm working with right now who are just spending a lot of time kind of thinking about who they want to be, where they want to be, what are the thing what are the elements of a job that they where they're going to feel successful. And what's really interesting about this conversation of intention is that when you're try I mean, it's like if you get up in the morning and you think, what is it that I want to bring to this day where I bring my full self? right? And if you don't know what that is, if you don't have an answer to that, that's the first question, which is what you're talking about. Yeah. The clients that you're working with that are trying to figure out where they're headed. Yes. And yeah, you got to know where you're headed, right? Because you you can't have intention until you know what it is you're going for. Absolutely. Really, really well done. And then once you get there, you have all of this time 
to practice, right? You know what? Really, every day, every minute, every hour, there's a lot of time to practice. And you know, I have to, this is my other analogy. Is it food related? No, this one's yoga. Okay. Okay. And this is actually, let's get in a little bit to the how, how to bring intention. Okay. Okay. So what I realized a long time ago is I, when I wanted to achieve something, I wanted a healthier lifestyle. I wanted to get more sleep, whatever it happened to be. Would you call those goals? Those were goals. Okay. Yeah. If we need to define them, Karina, we can define them I'd like to define I know you love that goal. Anyway, I realized that I failed a lot. It wasn't like 100%. And I would get really frustrated about that. I realized I was, in, I was doing yoga one day and the instructor said, you know, some days you really have good balance and some days you don't have balance. And some days you can do the pose and some days you can't. But it's just a practice. We just do this over and over again. We're just practicing this. And I have deci- I decided, like at that moment, that was my metaphor to bring into my life. I'm. This is my practice. My life is my practice. And some days I can do things and some days I can't. Mm-hmm. So that's my first lesson on intention, which was when you fail, when you are not living that intention, get back on that horse. Try again the next day because it is a practice and we just keep on doing it over and over and we get better and better. Yeah. And at some point you can do the handstand. At some point you can do the handstand. Or headstand or whatever they do. Whatever they do. I don't do the full headstand. I do invert, but not the full headstand. So I love love what you're just saying, which is the how, like sort Mm -hmm. of like, how do we do this? First thing is recognize that. You're going to fail. Start again. You're going to feel sorry. And also, it's that, a practice. Just keep practicing. And, and I think that what you also said was somewhere in there, like that, that having goals, having things that you're mm-hmm. shooting you really for. You have to know where you're headed. Right. It's like the goal is where you're going. The intention is how you're going to get there, mm-hmm. how you're going to mm-hmm. behave, how you're going to think, how you're going to engage in the world. And you will not achieve goals without being intentional. Correct. I don't think you can. I don't think you can either. You know, so how do you do this? Well, like you said, give yourself some give yourself some room to try mm-hmm. and be and, ready to fail because you're going to. And be ready to so, but there are also some real practical things that people do. We mentioned a few of them. Goal setting, uh, vision boarding, setting a word for the what's your word for 2021? You know, I haven't picked a word for 2021. I'm kind of intent I'm kind of thinking about redoing 2020 because I set all these goals and intentions for 2020. And I'm going to go back and revisit them. I think they're going to be good for this year, too. Uh-huh. Yeah. And 2020 for me was fun. That was not the fu that I thought. That was I, didn't, I did not think you were going to say fun. It was 2020 was supposed to be fun. And there was lots of fun. There's no question. I'm that was your honest. word. 2020 was yeah, fun. Yeah, it was fun. And I was looking at my vision board, and I'm like, this might be good. Just again. Try again. Yeah, just reset. Just re- Just I want to go for it. I think my 2021 word is connection. Oh, that's a great one. Thank you. That's a great one. I still want fun. I want more fun. Okay, but I do think like intention to really help you hone your intentions. I'm a great believer in journaling. Yep. I'm a great believer in list making. I'm a great believer in being able to visually see what Mm -hmm. it is you Mm -hmm. want to, which is why the vision board is great. Mm -hmm. I'll put the word fun up somewhere. All those sorts of visual cues to you. Okay, I read this in a book, and I feel really bad that I can't remember what who the author was. But every time he walks into a room, he sets his intention. 
Like if he goes into a room at work, a meeting, he sets an intention. Like every time he transitions in, and here's what's really funny about that. There's this interesting study. When you walk through doors, it actually is a transition. And when your brain transitions, it loses a little bit of capacity. So that's why people forget when they go into the room what they're looking for. Oh, my God. I know when you mentioned that, I was like, what? It's a study from Notre Dame that says when you walk into a room, you're you're less likely to remember what it is that you were going to get than when you were in the last room. Very interesting study. So this guy sets intention when he walks into a room? Because your brain is ready for it. It's a little bit disrupted already. So take that little bit of disruption and point it in the right direction. Wouldn't like an example of that be like, I'm going to walk into this meeting Mm -hmm. through this door. My Mm -hmm. intention is to be, like you said, creative Mm -hmm. or kind or for me, uh, one of the biggest things I have to be intentional about at work is how I'm going to give space and honor the other people. Yes. I'm so goal driven, Mm -hmm. so verbal. Oh my gosh, preach it, sister. So ready to just Just like get her done. Let's do this. Yeah. That I have to be intentional about calm, process, kind space. Yeah. And so again, for me, that like walking through the proverbial door, Mm -hmm. because it's almost always a doorway into a Zoom tunnel, is how am I going to defer? So I think meeting intentions are really good. But I also want to just say, you've got to create some space for this. You have to have some, some space and some time and some place to be mindful about this. Because when you are, it really gives you a chance to figure out what is the next step? What self are you bringing? What thing are you going to accomplish? I actually set my intentions for the day in the shower. In the shower? Well, not only because I want to stay in the shower longer. Yeah. I love to stay in the shower because it's so warm. I love a shower. I love the water. Anyway, that's where I set my intentions. I think about my day and I say, okay, this is I want to make sure I exercise today. I want to make sure that I call these friends today. I want to make sure I get this work done today. And there's lots of days that I don't accomplish that. But like I say, I just get up and practice again the next day, back in the shower, at it again. (laughs) I love that too, because it's a small ritual. It's like something that you're doing already is going to trigger this intention Mm -hmm. setting. Is that it? When you, is it like you have the first of the year and then you have your daily shower? Oh no, I do the journaling. Yeah. I journal, I track things. You know, I used to be, people know this. Remember I was a big habit tracker? Yeah. I just habit, I tracked I tracked sleep, I tracked exercise, I tracked how many vegetables I ate. I tracked all these things because my habits were so bad that I needed to give myself back some information. Yeah. And then I realized I don't have to do anymore. So I found that when I was trying to change a habit that wasn't great, keeping track every day was really good feedback for me. So again, just like really checking in on a daily basis. And the intention, though, was looking through that list every day. Yeah. I'm going to I'm going to commit myself to accountability. That's great. And so there's a lot of information online about intention, some of a good, some not. One of the articles that we read, and I just want to, it'll be in the show notes, it was called Why Setting Intentions is the Way to Achieve Your Goals. And I think, you know, again, this is the first of the year. We have got 2021, hopefully is full of opportunity, full of opportunity, connection, fun. Whatever we make all those of it. good 2021 words. Absolutely. And so I loved this because it's this article tied in 
intention toward how intention helps you achieve your goals. And frankly, that's I want nothing more for all of our listeners to set their goals. You're in the driver's seat. You get to decide what your goals are and then set your intentions about how you're going to achieve them. Bring that focused, attentive, maybe slightly strained energy to those things that you want for yourself. Yes. Happy, happy, happy 2021. Oh, God, it could not have come soon Soon enough. enough. Yeah. We good? We're good. Thanks, Kirsten. Thanks, Karina. Happy New Year, everybody. Happy New Year. Happy 50th, friend. Happy 50. Bye. Karina and Kirsten Get to Work is recorded and produced by yours truly, Karina Hoyer and Kirsten Barron. Find all of our episodes anywhere you listen to podcasts. You can also find us on YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, on our website, or email us at yougettowork at gmail.com. Thanks Thanks for for listening. listening.